Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. How you doing, Bob Guinea? How doing? Bob Guinea's doing good. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sound like Joey, uh, Joey from Friends. Bob Guinea's doing good. How you doing? How huh? doing? How you doing? Sarah Harris. Sarah. Oh my gosh. How are you guys? We are great. Welcome to Almost Famous, the OGs. The OGs. And you're one of them because, hello, first season of Bachelor in Paradise. And then, you know, um, a couple other shows, you know, thrown in there. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like wild. Wild. So happy well, to okay. see both of you. You well, too. We're happy um, to before, see you too. Before we get to talk and shop, mm-hmm. I am so happy for you and Dylan. Yes, Thank me you. too. Thank Congratulations. So I saw the exciting. announcement. I was so fired up for you. Couldn't happen thank to a nicer you. person. Oh, thank so you. Good. I know. How are it's you been, feeling? Um, I'm feeling like every day is a little different. So I'm very, I'm in the first trimester still. And like some days I feel really good and I can, I'm like 
normal. And then the next day I'm so tired and so nauseous. It's like asking me to take a shower is too much. Totally so, hear that. Yes. Yeah. So otherwise I feel great. And it's also just been difficult because I broke my knee. And so that's like, <gasps> I literally broke my knee the day I found out I was pregnant. And so, um, it's been just like a weird circumstance of like being on bed rest and unable to walk. <laughs> Are you getting surgery for your knee? No, fortunately I don't need surgery. I, I broke the patella walking the dog Ow. and yeah. And so it just has to like heal on its own, which is, I would rather avoid surgery if possible, but yeah. like letting a bone heal like naturally on its own can take longer sometimes. So yeah. Well, you've got nine months. No. <laughs> I know, nine months. I know. Something but. like that. Yeah, that thing better be fixed by then because, uh, <laughs> you know, good luck sitting still once that happens. God, yeah, seriously. right. I know. That's brutal. Was it like an aggressive hike or something? Like, how did you hurt no, your knee? <laughs> I was walking my dog and I just like, I mean, it's it's like not interesting, but I just essentially tripped. I uh, got kind of tangled up around my dog's leash, tripped and fell on a curb and just oh like gosh. smack in my knee into the side of the curb. And it's always those like unassuming, innocent moments when you're like not really paying attention and you just eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So does the doctor say that you feel any differently if as compared to like how I would, uh, how I was feeling when I was pregnant because it was an embryo transfer? Is, no. there, is there anything different? No, it's just. No. It's yeah, it's pretty much like the only difference is when the embryo was transferred in, it was already a five day embryo. So like, when you do IVF, you kind of have like a five day advantage um, Got it. in just learning about the pregnancy earlier than the two week wait. True story. Normally wait. Yeah. And do they put you on high risk? Are you because I mean, obviously, you're on high risk because you're on bed rest. But yeah, you're considered yeah. high risk. Correct. Yeah, you're treated a little bit more like there's just more attention on your care um, in terms of like wanting to be really thorough with all the prenatal testing. And yeah. but then additionally, a lot of women who've experienced multiple pregnancy loss, recurring pregnancy loss will be put on a medication called Lovenox, which is a blood thinner. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of just becoming more and more common routine. And so I'm on the blood thinner. And if you're on this blood thinner, you then are high risk pregnancy because in the event that like you needed to have an emergency delivery or C-section or something, they need to be able to like manage. Got it. Yes. Okay. I, I, you know, I know we're here to talk about Bachelor in Paradise, but I just <laughs> had to get the scoop about the baby boy. I'm so excited. Yeah, thank so you. Just, happy, just so happy. I, Bob, here's an interesting little tidbit. I was the person to take the very first picture of Sarah and Dylan. Really? Yes, you were. You were. <laughs> That's so amazing. True. I was. It was on, on a your Sheila. phone. No, was it on your phone? Yeah, yeah I was. I think we were doing an interview. Um, yeah. He was the photographer, um, well, the videographer at this shoot for She Lift, the organization that she started. And I was there in Aspen, and I took a picture of them because they were just so cute. That's awesome. I know. It's true. It's true. I'm so glad you remember that. She's like Cupid. She takes a picture of it. It's good to go. <laughs> Maybe that should be my thing. I'm just going to go around taking pictures of people and, you know. 
I feel like my wife kind of does that. My wife will be like, oh, hey, this is Debbie and this is Jim. And then if they end up together, she's like, I did that. <laughs> I, that was me. She's responsible. And I'm like, no, you you introduce them. Uh, <laughs> not, see, but that's what I like. Trista's just saying she just took the picture. Yeah, yeah. But, you course. know, sprinkled a lid of her fairy godmother <laughs> dust on there and there you go. <laughs> No, it's true. What in the hell? (laughs) (laughs) They just saw you. What in the world? Bob goes, what in the hell? You have to at least come come say hi now. Um, Ryan just went on a bike ride, and he was, I do my podcast in my bedroom, and he just walked in the bedroom. Shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be honest, uh, pretty good optics for the show. I think if we were smart, we'd... We cut and paste that as our lead on Twitter. Yeah, that's what the that's the footage America wants to see. Yeah, if we want to lose some viewers, I'll reenact that exact scene right there, and we'll just be done. <laughs> Y'all go off the air. Finito. Oh my gosh, that's really funny, babe. They're saying because he can't hear me or us. They're saying that they're just going to copy and paste that picture for you know social feed. Yeah, you're going to be cut and. I'm going to put my splice. head on Ryan's body. Oh, my God. And I'll yeah. be like, you know what? We'll do the vocals right now. Trista, hey, it's me, Bob. I just showed up in your room to do the podcast. It's so weird. And that's that'll be the scene we use right there. I love it. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm so glad Sarah. you guys are doing this. You guys are so perfect. Oh, thank you. We have a lot of fun. We do yeah. have a good time. And we're so, I mean, I'm so excited you're on. I mean, this is... Sarah, this is big. I mean, I get it. We are supposed to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. But I think this is bigger than all of it, right? I mean, I love when Aww. new friends get into the uh, Bachelors with Kids uh, yeah. segment yes. of our lives. So yes. it's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I mean, like, I'm just so excited to talk to both of you guys. I can't believe I've known you for so long. I mean, I know. 10 years now, officially. So Isn't that crazy? I know longer for you guys, but like I'm like, thanks for making me feel old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel old every day, so you're not doing anything new. <laughs> you know, yeah. Anytime anyone asks me about the show, they're like, "Oh my god, that when was that?" And I'm like, 20 years ago. I no, that's impossible. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, it was. Trust me, and I yep. feel it every day. Uh huh. Okay, so I would love to get your uh your ideas on this season of bachelor in paradise and one okay. thing in particular struck uh, stood out to me and i was like perfect we're going to talk to sarah she's been through it a couple times she'll she'll know the answer to this question so serene um te- did you watch the last episode yeah okay okay so yeah i, I figured but i just want to make sure um you can say hi as you're leaving he has a shirt on now hi buddy <laughs> <laughs> he said bye buddy bye. Um, okay, anyway, so Serene is on the beach, like they're kind of talking in a group, and Teddy is in the conversation with Andrew, and, you know, she decides to leave. Well, you know, amidst this, like with all of this going on, Serene is like, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to her yet. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you just go talk to her? So do the producers, this is kind of like, uh, you know, going behind the curtain a little bit. Do the producers say, like, if you're in a group and something like that is happening, do they Mm -hmm. say, no, you can't talk to her yet because she's doing an interview or no, like, we'll get you to have a conversation with her soon. But is that guided by the producers? Yes and no. Like, they're not so strict that they're like no you can't talk to her right now but they are like ushering movements pretty quickly so same way as on the bachelor like in the mansion or when you're traveling it's like 
they do it's like if you make a decision you want to leave they are kind of like okay well then let's do this like wheels are in motion and Mm -hmm. they so i don't think they were necessarily trying to keep them separate and we did see teddy say i don't want to go down and say goodbyes she probably didn't want to like make a big scene about it and then it was kind of like before she knew it she was just out of there and didn't have a chance to talk to anyone because i don't think people were go ahead go ahead I don't think producers were like intentionally trying to keep her from talking to Serene, but I, I, just, I do. I feel bad that Serene like didn't get a heads up and didn't get to say bye to her. Friend. I know. Yeah. Well, and I felt like okay, Rodney comes in, he's got the date card, and you see Teddy and um, Andrew go over and sit down and have their conversation. At this point, it's light out, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're outside. It's light out, and then they have their conversation. The sun is setting while Andrew is still sitting out there. Teddy had left. Rodney, of course, no one's talking about Rodney anymore and his date cards. Like, what happened to his date? <laughs> and then and then once Teddy is, like, um, Serena's searching for Teddy, it is totally pitch black. And so I was like, what transpired? Like, I would love to know yeah. kind of what happened in that instance. Not that it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah, my guess is that, you know, she had the conversation with Rodney fairly close to like sun going down. And then you know how it is. It's just like hours go by and totally be gone doing interviews and you don't really think much about it. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's midnight. Where's Teddy? (laughs) Um, So I think it's like everything moves. So like takes so long in bachelor world. Yeah, true. It does. That's I, I, honestly, it's almost like one of those things where you have like three things that you want to do in your in your head. Like, oh, I want to go talk to him. I want to I want to finish this yeah. up. I want to say goodbye to my friend. And by the time you've done, you know, waiting on audio for half an hour, now it's like you finally get out of that chair, and it's like, oh, everything's you know now it's changed. Everything is totally. already transformed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys remember like when you, or at least when I was sent home, it was in the middle of a date. And it was like, there's, there really was no time. It's just like, you're being sent home. Like time we've already packed your bags for you. And, and that so was like, I wouldn't know that feeling. Cause she never got sent home. Yes, but I did. I, on the last I certainly night. did, Sarah. I did. <laughs> Wait, and I know exactly got, what you're talking about. <laughs> neither of you guys got sent home in the like an unexpected turn of events. Like, no, you I'm just teasing. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trista, I mean, you you were on the first season, so I mean, like one thing that like what Sarah's talking about, um, like when I was let go from Trista's season, I remember it was sort of like one of those things. All of a sudden, you're, I mean, of course, I assumed I was staying, uh, and when I, you know, when I didn't, and and I was, but I, you know, you're like you walk out and you sit down in the car, and it's like, oh my god, and then it's almost like now they now they're on you, right? Now it's like fresh yeah. meat, here they come, and totally. I'm sure that was like that, especially for you, Trista, because. You were expecting a proposal that night, right? Oh, 100%. And then you don't get closure. That's why, you know, I've talked about it in the past that I was like, I need to talk to Alex. Like, what is, yeah. 
I don't, I don't feel any closure. This feels really strange that I thought I was going to get engaged and now he's sending me home. So yeah, I mean, it, it definitely happens really quickly. And I think they have their process of doing things. I just thought it was, it was interesting. Um, and didn't know if bachelor, cause I always felt like bachelor in paradise was much more like relaxed in terms I of, so too. you know what I, I mean? So like, yeah. like bachelor and bachelorette, you have your dates, right? So either you're at the house and you're hanging out or you're on the state. So it's very structured and regimented and, mm-hmm. and bachelor in paradise. I just feel like everyone lives there and yeah. you just hang out and then they pull people, people of course for interviews and some people have dates, but I guess this kind of opened my eyes to showing that I feel like it's a little more like Bachelor or Bachelorette than I thought. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you're right. It's it's fluid and it's very relaxed, but still, like people are being pulled for interviews all day long, and so yeah. it's not like the whole group is there at one time. It's like you never really have eyes on all people throughout the whole day. Totally. Yeah. 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 Right. So how does Dylan feel about the whole experience? Like, do you guys watch the show together? Does he hate it or what? Um, <laughs> he, he hates it. He, hates, he it. hates it. And he has never watched any of my seasons. He's never watched um, my clips, nothing. He's never even like Googled clips, but he he did watch like Ari's season with me and was like trying to give it a shot. And everyone's all step in from the other room and see that I'm watching Paradise. But he doesn't he's so like, I don't know. He just doesn't get it. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He's not one of us. So he's not like I, like I am with the, with the real housewives. Like my wife will be like, you know, I'm going to watch real housewives. And I'm like, why do you watch that garbage? And then I'll be like, I'll be walking by and I'll be like, wait a minute. What did Dorinda just say? Like I somehow <laughs> I absorb it all and I love yes. it. And I'm like, wait a minute, is Andy going to have them on and watch what happens live? So I, uh, you know, that's how exactly. I am with shows I hate. So maybe, you know, does he know more than he lets on? He definitely does. Like he knows who like key players are and you know, he keeps up with <laughs> um, like Jesse Palmer. Like he's very interested in like, Oh, there's a new host. So it's like, he knows enough to yeah. engage, but he won't admittedly like sit down and watch it. With Sometimes him. I feel like we guys have to act like that about these types of shows so that we can kind we of guys. I like how oh, you yeah. said us, we guys, us guys. <laughs> You know, Royal, my boy Royal Dylan and I, capital D and I, we're like that. You know, we're just like, we don't want to act like we watch this stuff, but we do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, it's oh, I mean, Dylan, Dylan's my new best friend already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys would like, yeah, you'd, you'd like each other. I'm, I approve of that friendship. Oh, uh, awesome. Yes, Thank right. you. Okay. So yeah. tell us about life, life in Colorado. Like what's been going on since you've been on the shows? Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Let me point out one more thing. Hold on. Hold on. One more Coloradian. That's right. We were talking yeah. to Lace last week. Um, oh, Lace, yeah. you know, you know Lace. Weren't you on the yeah. same season? Or yeah, one of we were on season three together. Yeah. So uh, we were just talking, we were, we were talking about, do we call it Coloradoans or Coloradoans? Or Col- Coloradians? <laughs> I, I say Coloradans. Coloradans. Okay. okay, so she That's takes nice. out the O. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I really, I need to ask my husband because either. he's the native. But He um, is the native. There's just yeah. so many people from season after season after season from that show, uh, from True. our shows in that state of right. Colorado. So I think it's yeah. fantastic. Well, I'm a native also, but like true Colorado, Coloradans, true Colorado natives. I mean, we pronounce Creek is pronounced Crick. Yep. Mm. Um, sorry. 
Um, there's just like true, true Coloradans say things with a little <laughs> bit of a twang. It's like we have our own kind of um, accent, accent here. I yeah. don't know what it is, but yeah, Michiganders <laughs> have it too. Michigan people, Michiganders, we all have it too. that's what Michiganders. you call. No, yes, we're all like we all have that kind of nasally. Like, well, you know, I remember doing yeah. some show and I said the word dollar, uh-huh. and I spent about. 12 hours of my next day going back and punching the word dollar to say dollar. How do you say the, the thing when you go shopping and they put your things in a carrier? Cart. In a cart. A, ca- a cart? No, a B-A-G. No. Oh, a oh, bag. Oh, a bag. Yeah. Oh, bag. Okay. A bag. bag. I say bag. Yeah. <laughs> I always think it's funny when people say milk or milk. milk. Oh, no, milk. not milk. You yeah. say don't milk, milk, Sarah? Don't, I say no, milk. No, don't. Don't say milk. No, not milk. It's just weird. You want to throw up. I mean, same, same. Okay. um, So how is life in Colorado? Tell us what you've been up to since you've been on the show. And it's been a while. Yeah. Life is great in Colorado. I've been out here for almost, I think, six years now. Um, Met my now fiance, Dylan Brown, and we are just starting our life together. We're expecting our first baby. We've been doing IVF for a little over a year and a half. And, you know, um, we're just adventuring tons. We go out, we like hike, we ski, we raft, and we're going to have a very adventurous little family in our yes, future. Yes, are. You're yeah. near Aspen, right? Like, yes. I, you know, for me, whenever I tell people where I am, I always say I'm in Vail, but I'm not yeah. in Vail proper. So I, yeah. I'm sure it's the same for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're in Carbondale, which is soon to be the new Aspen because Aspen is just getting so overrun and so expensive yeah. that people are moving to our town. It's the same as ours. I'm sure Carbondale will actually be like West Vale. Yeah. You yeah. know what I no. mean? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because people can't, I was just having this conversation with people. You can't afford, you can't afford a place. Uh, so if your kids want to move back here after they're gone, like they're not going to be able to live here because it's so freaking expensive. No. Yeah. yeah. We rent. I mean, we're renters. We're trying to buy. We can't get into the market. It's so impossible. Like, That's the way know. it was when I lived in Seattle. I, I got so lucky in Seattle, but I also had to move 40 miles east of yeah. Seattle yeah. to actually right. buy something. You well, know, luckily, so Dylan's job like is all over planet Earth, right? Right, so he can just go wherever. Yeah. You guys can travel and not have to necessarily be in one spot. So um, exactly, he's still is is he still a professional photographer, videographer? He is, but he's also starting. He has a startup electric motorcycle company called Terra Bikes. Um, cool. So that's that's like our family's big push right now um so really exciting and um you know ev are the way of the future and it so this is like a very adventurous it's it's kind of like a i don't want to call it a dirt bike it's not an electric dirt bike it's definitely more of a electric motorcycle but it's geared towards adventurous types and it can go off-road and it's on-road capable as well so oh my gosh hey if you need any anybody to plug the product i'm sure ryan would I was just thinking, I will fly out and do that with Ryan. I'll sit on one and then we'll let Ryan yes. do all the stunts and then he'll come back around it. and I'll be like, here, now put my helmet on and we'll let him do it. So it looks like I'm doing the stunts. Yeah, that'd yes. be awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting up there with a vodka and soda and be like, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Max has been asking, and I know you said it's not a dirt bike, but he has been asking for a dirt bike for for so long. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's a little stud. He's got he's got his dad's, you can see it in him. He's oh, got that adventurous spirit. Yeah, you know? they love, and actually Blakesley too. Blakesley, um, Ryan calls her his little adventure buddy. It's really cute. Uh, they, that's awesome. They love their adventures. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. Old 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so back to baby boy. Do you, uh, you're probably not going to tell us, but do you have a name picked out already? (laughs) We do, but like, I want to stay open. And like, I was really kind of hoping to play the the baby game, baby name game a lot longer. Um, But Dylan just like fell in love with a name. Oh, he did. Yeah. And this sounds kind of like heady and new age, but um, we went to this sound healing. I don't know if you've ever been to a sound healing. Like the bulls? Sound bulls? With the bulls. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But this one turned out to be like very extreme with huge gongs and like the man who was leading it, he was like, you know, energy is going to move through you and it's going to be really intense. And the gongs are like, it's, it can be painful, but don't worry that no damage is being caused. Like stick it out. And we're like, what the hell did we sign up for? Anyway, it ended up being this whole like spiritual meditation trip. Uh And Dylan claims that when he was like, in it he was meditating and he was talking to our future baby and he addressed the baby by this name i don't know if i'm supposed to say it i don't know baby etiquette got it well, anyway i think we all know it's bobby brown obviously <laughs> so let's Actually, just go i Bob. think that'd be really cute especially for a little girl but so oh, he addressed the, bobby yeah. brown oh no he addressed the baby by this name and now he is like i talked to the Set. baby this is his name this is what he said he wants his name to be and i'm like that's okay. really sweet. That, though. That's really sweet. <laughs> it doesn't I matter how it. you get there. I love that you guys have yeah. a great story about it. And yeah, I think we'll that's be really like, sweet. We named you during a very scary spiritual <laughs> gong ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> you chose your own name. Do you have pictures from it? No. Mm-mm. Oh, bummer. It's okay. No. It's still a memory. Yeah. The gonger. The gonger. I yeah, love it. Gong- we can nickname him the gonger. Little gonger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I love that though because my son, uh, we uh, so so because he's already. I, I I can tell you, my son's name is Grayson, but I actually loved that name because we lived on this street that had a gray barn at the end of our street. Yeah, and, I would, and we would go by it, and I'd always say, "There's the gray barn," and I would always say that, and I, so I'd be like, you know, "Gray Barn Guinea," that's going to be his name, and I was like. Actually, Grayson is a cool name. Aww, and then I I've Googled never heard it. that story. Yeah, then I Googled it and, you know, Grayson means old man with gray hairs kid. And I was like, this is perfect. This is a perfect <laughs> name for my child. Old man with gray hairs kid. <laughs> it really means gray gonna... hair son or something like that. It like, does? It's something like that. Yeah, oh like something gosh. like gray, man with gray hairs son. Or something. Oh, so you basically, I love Grayson. Oh, I, I do too. You know, I don't have any grays yet, but I'm sure they're coming. Oh, they're coming. Sorry, yeah. when you've got <laughs> two little ones, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. 
I can feel them coming every day. Like I'm always like, really? I still even have any of this left? With my, my you son. do. You have good hair. I know. Great it's hair. crazy. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, thank of you. course. You know, just here to lift you up, Bob Guinea. No, oh, thank you. And I love you for it. <laughs> I t- I, honest to God, even if I wasn't on this show, I'd tune in and be like, hey, guys, it's me. Uh, can you give me one compliment yeah, today? Right? I need something. Um, okay, Sarah. So last question. Do you have any regrets? Since Dylan doesn't watch the show, do you have any regrets from your times on the show? Or do you? Because I'll interject what I feel afterwards. But how, how do you feel? Any regrets? I don't have any regrets. I think the only thing when I watch back on these seasons is like the same way you guys maybe feel when you watch back on your old seasons is like, sometimes I like cringe a little bit. Like, Oh God, why did you say that? Totally. Um, But that's it. I don't have any regrets. Well, awesome. I, I and I asked that hoping that that's your answer um, because I wouldn't want that for anybody to have regrets, but I kind of feel like every, you know, it's, super cliche, but it's like that unbroken road, you know, like you, all of these places or the broken road, all of these places led you to Dylan, because I don't know that, would you have started She Lift? Would you have been doing the thing in Aspen? Would you have met him there? Like same thing with Ryan. I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously I don't regret it, but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, you're exactly right. I do believe that all of it led me to where I am today. And and still, I'm like grateful that that 10 year uh, history is still like here I am talking to you guys today. So it's pretty That's amazing. Right. Love and, it. you, and your baby will be able to see you on um, a computer oh, screen, not gosh. TV, maybe. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry. I Sorry. <laughs> I know. Dylan, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll want. I'm sure he'll like look. It up. Like, oh yeah, when they not? get to be yeah. like like my kids' age, thirteen and fifteen, they're you can't avoid it. You you yeah. just can't. I mean, there's a thing called Google, and they just get on Google, and you know, they 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 Google their own name because they want to so know. At what point did you explain to them, "Mommy was on a show"? Like, how <laughs> did that happen? You know, I want to know this story too. I I don't re- remember like the exact time, but I do know that over the years, obviously, um, they whenever they're with us when we traveled or whatever, people would ask for photos and you know, oh, can we take a picture? And I think they were like, yeah, sure. Why do you want to take a picture with my mom and dad? Like that's <laughs> weird. Um, and then the show would come, and I think before the show came one time. Maybe that's when we talked about it because they came for like a little update. Oh, I do have to say something. I think it's really interesting. I'm going to call out the producers right now. I thought about texting um, Fleiss and being like, dude, okay, so Jared and Ashley I were brought back to Bachelor in Paradise because, you know, their their love story was successful. And, you know, they're there to like, you know, have a little time away from baby and to give these guys advice. And I'm like, when, when have ever I've been asked, Ryan and I have (laughs) never been asked by producers to come back and talk about our successful relationship and, and hang out with the bachelorettes or whatever. I'm like, hello, producers. That's shocking to me that you've never been invited back. Yeah. I was I was kind of like oh that it just brought it to the surface for me when I when Ashley and I and Jared were saying that and I love that Ashley I and Jared are there 
um, and love seeing them because they, uh, their relationship is so inspirational for the people who are there, especially, but anyway, side note. Um, (laughs) but anyway, so they were, we were showing, uh, you know, like here, the producers were coming to do a little update, if you will. And I think we, you know, said, okay, do you guys know what this is for? And I think talked them through, you know, we met on a TV show and I will never forget when they were in the house and the kids were being interviewed by the producers and just like deer mm-hmm. in headlights. <laughs> like, oh. I, I can only imagine. Oh my God. Max was like, it- they're like, how do you feel about your parents meeting on TV? And he's like, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did they air that? I feel like I saw they that. They did. They did. Yeah. yeah. So funny. And Blakesley, of course, this. was like, I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, she's so sweet. I would say this. If they put my son Grayson's three and a half right now, and already, whenever I'm doing things here at the house, he, yeah. I'll like walk out to do, like I'll take a break and walk out and I'll come back and he's sitting in my chair right in front of the camera and like talking, like he's hosting it. So I can only imagine, I could only imagine what would happen if they sat him in a chair and asked him questions. I mean, oh, it'll, it'll come. I'm sure they will. Someone will. I don't, I don't think so. I, I have um, never been invited back to do anything in the history of ever, except uh, occasionally here and there. You know, If Tristan oh, no. and Ryan wrote me in, if like they get me involved, then I, then I get to be a part of it. But Stop if not, it. I'm never even invited. So. Stop yeah. it. Well, in my opinion, with Jared and Ashley going back on Paradise, I was like, this is the best segment they've had in a long time. And I'm so looking forward to watching more. So I was like, why don't they do more totally. OG stuff? Like they could make an entire spinoff show. Like just You're bring so us all right. back into a mansion or to a beach and just put all of like fan favorites together. You are yeah. so um, right. Just, I mean, have, a, just have a vacation. I have been trying to do a vacation for so long. But you know what? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it maybe next week. We'll get your input, Sarah. Because um, the producers are on us saying, we need to wrap. We need to wrap. We need to wrap. <laughs> okay. So anyway, thank you, Sarah. It was so good of to see course. your face. So happy so for you happy and Dylan. For you. Congratulations. So good to see both of you. I love you. Thank you for having me on. We love, love you too, too, Sarah. Congratulations. And please tell Dylan I can't wait to meet him. Okay. And tell Dylan hi. I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Not bye, Bob. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's right. You know, there. That was actually so fun. I love her. Love. Yes. So fun. You're so sweet. I love her, and she's right down the road, and I never get to see her. So getting to see her today was awesome. Anyway, okay. Well, that's another almost famous OGs. You were great driving that episode, by the way. Great oh. questions. Oh, thanks. I, You're welcome. I just was like watching and thinking, I am going to ask Sarah this because I really would love to, you know, see behind the curtain a little bit. And she's been I there. I loved it. All stuff I wanted to know. So great job. As oh, always, Trista. Thank you. Thanks, You're Bob. Welcome. Um, mwah. Mwah. See you guys next week. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 